This episode of Spawned is brought to you by Bitsbox, an engaging monthly subscription for kids that helps teach them how to code in a super fun way. Visit bitsbox.com slash cool mom and save 15% on any Bitsbox subscription with code cool mom. Hello and welcome to Spawned, a common sense and hopefully fun discussion on parenting and parenting culture. Hey, I'm Kristen Chase. And I'm Liz Gumbiner, and we're the co-founders of CoolMomPicks.com. On today's episode of Spawned, we are going to talk about binge-watching after the kids are asleep. Our favorite thing to do, as some of our listeners might know by now. So this will be fun. We get to play entertainment critics, Kristen. Yay! And then we will close out our show with our cool picks of the week. So Liz, you know, I don't think it matters whether you have little kids and you're in the thick of it, or you've got big kids and you're in the thick of it. (laughs) You're always in the thick of it. You're always in the thick of it. Exactly. And it's just so nice to be able to feel like a grown-up, grab a hot tea or who am I kidding? A big glass of wine. <laughs> <A> hot toddy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So let's jump right in and let's talk about what we're watching these days. And then hopefully it'll give our listeners some ideas for what to watch if you feel like you need a little grown-up time after the kids are in bed. Absolutely. So I haven't been watching a lot of HBO shows in a while. Hmm. But I tell you what, they are back yeah. and they are stronger than ever with their programming. Well, we talked about this before. Like I used to be on a big reality show watching kids. Like, I watched every Real Housewives of every single city, including some that I don't think were even made. I'm right there with yeah, you. Yeah, and, and then after a while, I just felt really gross in the morning. <laughs> like, bad sex. <laughs> and I got back to really good scripted dramas and sitcoms, and I realized I felt more fulfilled, actually. So no judgment against reality shows, which can be super fun. But I think especially this year, where the election has been so tough and the news is so awful, there's something really escapist about seeing not real people. <laughs> At least for me. Well, you know, it's funny that you say that because I used to watch reality shows, you know, The Real Housewives specifically, because I didn't have to think, right? You definitely do not have to think. You don't have to think. <laughs> That's the understatement of the year. And you kind of <laughs> nailed it when you said, because reality right now is just so stressful and challenging, I really like the idea of a show like, for instance, like Westworld, where it's yes. completely fantastical. For people are like, what is Westworld? Basically, Westworld is this man-made place where people can go and spend a ton of money and do whatever they want to do. And it's like being in a Western movie. It's like being in a video game. Kind of like, well, what's the next logical step after Grand Theft Auto? Where you can like shoot people and crash cars and do horrible things is like actually living the video game and being in this game, right? This place that you Yeah, but I think the interesting part about it is you seem like you're going back in time because it's really like Civil War, Revolutionary War. There's these mysterious people that are trying to figure out what's going on. You've got the robots that look and feel and appear to be completely human. They're starting to remember things. And the robots are what they call the hosts. So they're the people that live in this Western fantasy theme park. And then the guests are the visitors who come and get to interact with them all. Yeah. But they feel real. They feel like real people. It does feel real. But the thing is, the hosts get their memory wiped out at the end of every day. Yes. But... 
it's starting to not be so. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's a remake, essentially, of an old movie that was based on a Michael Crichton book, of all people. And it actually starred Yul Brenner. Did you know that, Liz? Yeah, I did know that because the reason we are watching is because my boyfriend actually saw the original movie. Yeah, So he was excited to see the remake, and I had never even heard of it. No, I had never heard of it either. And so, you know, this is a series. It's not a movie. It stars Evan Rachel Wood and Ed Harris, Anthony Hopkins. It's an amazing cast. Jeffrey Wright, who's fantastic. Yeah, Tandy Newton. She is an awesome character in this. I think everyone in it's really good, actually. The casting is great. And this is when I think it takes you a couple episodes to get into it, right? Oh, I don't know. I watched this first episode, and I have to say, if you've heard things about it, I'm a very anxious television watcher, Liz. I think everyone who listens to Spawned knows that by now. I was actually surprised you were watching this. I know. It's like tamer stuff than me. I'd surprised myself. My boyfriend kind of screens everything for me. (laughs) Good man. And he's like, I really think you would like this. Of course, he had only seen the first episode. So, you know, as you go on, it gets much more suspenseful. I think it's the kind of show that's fun if you follow the fan theories. Like, I'm enjoying it more now that I'm reading the Vanity Fair recaps of it. Oh, that's a great point. Because now there's all these theories about things existing on multiple timelines and some of it might take place in the past. And now that I'm seeing it with those eyes, I'm actually enjoying it more. It also reminds me kind of like Game of Thrones in a way. Like, it's so complex in the beginning that once I finish the season, I'm going to want to go back and see the first couple episodes because I bet there's all kinds of cool clues and interesting tips that I won't have caught the first time around. Yeah, but it's not as gory as I, I, I've never seen Game of Thrones. I know Game of Thrones can be pretty gory. I don't find this to be as gory. It's a Um, little gory, but in your head, you're like, eh, it's a robot, (laughs) even though it looks like James (laughs) Marsden. (laughs) Oh, who I love. I I love him. It's so sad they kill him every week. (laughs) All right, we're both watching that one, but I know that there are several that I am not watching that you are. So what do you have, Liz? Okay, so the one I just got through, oh, this is so good. And I talked about this before, Penny Dreadful, Uh, which is a Showtime show. You know, I like kind of historical dramas and I'm kind of a literature geek and I like horror stuff and it blends all three of those together. So It's a perfect show for you. It is. So it's like what would happen in Victorian England if the werewolf, the vampires, the vampire killers, Frankenstein, like all these characters from all the great horror classics got together. (laughs) It's like the the vampire Avengers and like (laughs) and kind of fought off this vampire infestation in London. And the casting is amazing. So it's very dark. It's very like occultish and kind of gory and, you know, vampires eating faces, as I said a couple weeks ago, as a distraction from the election. (laughs) But the cast is so good. Okay, so there's an explorer, Sir Malcolm Murray, Timothy Dalton. James Bond. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, he's really good. So he's kind of like the African explorer who comes back. And then Josh Hartnett's in it. He's fantastic. He plays like the kind of American gunslinger with a secret who's in with this British cast. Oh, what a random group of people that we haven't heard from in a while. So that's kind of fun. Yeah, Vanessa Ives, played by Eva Green. She's amazing. She plays Miss Peregrine in the new movie. She is wonderful. Oh, okay. She actually got nominated for a Golden Globe for this. And so anyway, they all get together and you find that they've all got like interesting powers and strange backstories. And so it's it's really like classic horror. It's not like Saw. <laughs> it's not that kind of horror. Oh, God. But it's, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of like occult stuff and witch stuff and vampire killing. And it's super fun. Oh, you know who else is in it? This is a good one. Rory Kinnear. He plays Frankenstein's monster. He was the prime minister in the very first Black Mirror. Did you watch Black Mirror? 
No. Oh, we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> anyway, so Penny Dreadful, there were three seasons on Showtime. It's over, so it's very fulfilling to binge watch right now because you can see all of them. You don't have to wait yes. anymore. Well, that's true because Westworld, you do have to wait. And my next choice is Divorce on HBO, and you oh, have to wait for that one, too. I haven't seen that. How is that? Eh, you know, it's kind of funny. Is that the, that's Sarah Jessica Parker, yeah? It's Sarah Jessica Parker and Thomas Hayden Church, mm-hmm. who I'm honestly, I'm iffy about him. Maybe it's just because I don't like his character. I like him. Um, you know who I love who's in it is Molly Shannon is back. Oh, Isn't that awesome? Of course it is. Yeah, she plays the funny kind of crazy best friend. Oh, you always got to have like the funny crazy best yeah, friend. Yeah, I know. Talk about typecasting. But <laughs> she's awesome. There's no mystery here. It's called Divorce. It's about divorce. It's supposed to be a comedy. <laughs> Wait, and divorce it's... is about divorce? Is that what you're telling I me? I know. Here? It's not a mystery. No, these aren't robots or anything or they're not vampires. It's just literally a couple <laughs> getting divorced. Spawn show break and all the news. And, you know, it's written by <laughs> Sharon Horgan, who was the co-writer in one of my favorite comedies, Catastrophe. Remember, oh, yeah, I, love I love that, that. one. Uh-huh. So I find it interesting that I don't seem to think it's as funny. And I don't know if it's because I'm divorced <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't really funny. <laughs> so I don't know. It might be sensitive for some of our listeners. Yeah. I think so. It depends and, like where you are in your life, I guess. Yeah. And you know, the storyline is that she's unhappy. She's cheating on him. He finds out and then he kind of like loses his shit and does some really mean things. And then it turns out that he did some stuff too. And that's really as far as we've gotten. I don't know. I feel like for it to be a comedy, I really want to be laughing a lot more. And quite frankly, the only funny thing thing has been Molly Shannon. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then we might as well just watch old Saturday Night Live She was wielding a gun in the first episode because she was drunk. I know. So anyway. Okay, so that's not a strong recommendation. It's not, but you know what? Mm -hmm. I'm kind of sucked in because I love Sarah Jessica Parker and I kind of want to see what happens. It's one of those where you're like, I want to finish it just to say that I finished it to see what happens, but I don't know if you're going to be like, yay, honey, let's go watch Divorce. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll give you another one that's kind of like that for me. So did you watch Silicon Valley? No, and I hear a lot a lot of people keep telling me I have it's to. It's awesome. And I, it? I I started watching it, and I have to say in the first season, I was a little iffy. I was like, mm, I'm not hmm. so sure about the characters. They're a little broad. I'm not so sure. And we got back to it again. It is so fun. It's so funny. It's on HBO. Mike Judge directs it. So people who like Office Space, it's very much in that spirit. I might have to give it a try. And if you know anything about the tech world or Silicon Valley or startups, I mean, it nails it. Like all my friends who live out there say, oh, no, this is real. This is not a comedy. And the cast is fantastic. I mean, it's just about these guys kind of trying to start a a startup. And there's the Google-type company and the Apple-type company and the, the crazy tech gurus who are trying to like buy their company company to incorporate their technology. So it's very current, but it's so funny. And the characters are just awesome. TJ Miller is in it as uh, Eric Bachman. He's, did you see Deadpool? Oh yeah, of course. Okay. So he was the bartender, like the best friend in Deadpool. So anyway, he's TJ Miller. He's fantastic. It's really good. It was the same kind of thing maybe as Divorce, where it was like a little slow burn for me. And I'm glad I got back to it because everybody was talking about it. And I thought, okay, let me try it again. And it's wonderful. So if you need something a little lighter, still like when the kids are in bed, but it's fun and it's it's a lot of fun. I think you'll Well, and I it. wonder if people who are actually in Silicon Valley, like you said, they said this is reality. I wonder if they find it to be as funny or as entertaining as someone like us who were kind of on the outside. You know, like I wonder if like happily married people would be like, divorce <laughs> is so funny. Oh my God. 
good. So, well, it's kind of like, you know, I was in advertising and everybody in advertising liked Mad Men right. because there was enough about it that was true okay. or exaggerated or inside jokes that we enjoyed it. And I think it's the same kind of thing as Silicon Valley. It may not be exactly literal, but I think there's enough inside humor that they're like, oh, the writers really get us. That's awesome. <laughs> well, I keep doing HBO, but I just can't help myself, Liz. I don't know why. They're good, man. They've become an amazing production company in their own right. Okay, well, here's a true comedy. It's yeah. a really fun one. It's called Insecure. And it stars Issa Rae. Do you know about this one? Have you read anything about I, it? I Liz? have, but you know what? I have not seen it, so I don't know much about I, it. I was very intrigued by it. I definitely, I just, I love her. She is known for her YouTube show, Awkward Black Girl. Oh, I know who she yes. is. Yes. And so it's really just about her life, you know, a black woman in a very white world, just <laughs> experiencing working at a nonprofit where she's surrounded by white people and her relationship <laughs> with her friend who is a lawyer who's like a serial dater. You know, she's in a long-term relationship. And it's interesting the way that she processes her frustration or whatever it is that's going on in her life is that she raps kind of to herself, like in the mirror. (laughs) And it's really cool. I love it. It's so fun. They do such a great job of poking fun at how ridiculous white people can be without being mean and awful. White people are ridiculous, yes. which I say as a card-carrying white person. So <laughs> so is this the kind of thing where if you're white, you kind of get a better glimpse into what it's like to feel otherness in your world? Or- absolutely. I do. The writing is great. The acting is great. And what's interesting is, you, you know, absolutely lovey. We love her. Yeah, yeah. She wrote about how so many people were trying to compare this to girls. Like, it's the black girls version of girls. Uh, and okay. I completely disagree. I think that's dumb anyway to try to compare. It's like apples and oranges. She's just really funny in her own right. And it really highlights her experiences of being a 30-something black woman in, you know, 2016. Right. And they do such a great job with it. So oh, anyway, there's only a couple episodes. But I think you should check it out, Liz. I think you'd really like it. I know. It. I, actually, it sounds good to me. And it's funny how you talk about the girls thing. Because, you know, that's the joke in Hollywood where every pitch is two things together. Like, Sharknado. It's like... Jaws with a tornado. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's pretty pervasive, but I think it stands pretty strongly on its own. I think you should just check it out. Let me know what you think. I'll be curious to hear from you what you think about it. So the next one, this is, uh, mm, okay, I don't know. It's drama. It's not scary. It's kind of funny, but very ironic, kind of dark funny is Black Mirror. And I know when we talked about this a year ago, when I was kind of giving you shows to watch, I suggested Black Mirror. Did you take my advice or no? No. Ah! (laughs) You will like this, I'm telling you. Okay. So for those of you listeners who have not seen this yet, Black Mirror is the twilight zone for our generation. And they're one-offs, by the way. So you don't have to binge watch it. You can watch it whenever you want. You can watch it in any order you want. That's kind of fun. Yeah, it is. That's like the old twilight zone, right? I mean, that's kind of how it was. It was one-offs. It's like the TV equivalent of toilet reading. (laughs) You can like pick up a chapter anytime. (laughs) So it's the way Twilight Zone was very much capturing that kind of mid-century fear of aliens and science and, you know, extraterrestrials. And a lot of it is about like life lessons like if aliens came to Earth. Netflix has brought to life Black Mirror. Well, it was actually originally a BBC show. Oh, okay. They brought to Netflix. And what they've done is they've captured our fear of technology. Instead of aliens, technology. Technology. So a lot of it is like, what if you could rewind your life and watch it like a TV show all the time? Oh, I just got the shivers. Yeah. And then, ugh, 
I, I can't even get into it. Just Google Black Mirror and Pig. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't want to give anything away, but this one is really disgusting. The very first episode <laughs> is about what if somebody like Anonymous, like a hacker group, although I think Anonymous does some good work, but what if a group like that kidnaps the Princess of England and demands that the Prime Minister does a really disgusting, abhorrent, horrible thing on live TV in order to release her? Uh, I think I remember you saying this at some point in time. It is intense. It's so uh... crazy. And then we just saw the first episode of the next season, which just came out. Oh, God, it's so good. It's about what if life were like Yelp or Clout, where every single person had a rating, and you had these contacts implanted into your eyes. <laughs> I'm like so that you're anxious already. No, it's amazing. It and I'm like... So every person you look at, you see their name and you see their rating out of five stars. Ugh. And so you're constantly rating people as you walk by them. You're being like fake nice to everybody you meet. You're going to like a Starbucks and going, thank you so much. Your hair looks so great because you want them to give you a higher rating. Rating. Oh. And then you find out that the higher your rating, the more perks you get. Or if you fall below a certain rating, maybe they won't let you on an airplane or they won't rent a car to it you. It does sound very creative and clever. I just want to know, how in the hell do you watch all these intense shows? For the Lord's sake, I don't know how you do it. I can barely make it through Westworld no. without having <laughs> nightmares. I'm having nightmares from I don't, Westworld. I think it's cathartic for me, honestly. Is it? Okay. Like, you know okay. what? I will be honest. When I had littler kids, I could not watch a single thing that was violent or crime. <laughs> well, that's oriented. all changed. I couldn't watch SVU. <laughs> and then, like, something about when they got older, I got less paranoid or something, and I could go back to kind of more intense dramas that I always liked. Huh. So, but... Black Mirror, it really makes you think, and okay. that's what I like about it. Like, All right. It's the kind of thing where you see an episode and you can't stop talking about it for a week, so I really enjoy that kind of a show. I might have to have my boyfriend screen it for me, and then no, I'll no, watch I, it. I'm telling you, consider me the screener. Watch the first episode of the second season. It's excellent. I think you will really like it. It's not scary at all. It's just okay. science fiction. It's just like, right. what if this happened in the future? It's really good. All right, Liz. Well, my last pick, I don't yes. know if you've caught this show or not, but... It's called This Is Us. Have you seen it? We are watching it. Oh, my gosh. And again, I'm really liking it. this is not a binge watch because it's on every week. But I have to tell you, I love watching the show. And I am afraid. Like, this is me, the anxious TV watcher, going, oh, no, what are they going to do to these wonderful characters? Because they're all so interesting and awesome in their own way that I'm mm -hmm. afraid. It's like I'm already thinking ahead to the second season <laughs> as to when they're going to have to, like, twist the storyline somehow. But it's just based on the life of one family mm -hmm. and it kind of goes back in time and uh, you know, it, it goes back and forth in a really, I think, a very cool way. Well, I think the opening uh, title sequence in the first episode really sets it up well, which is talking yes. about how if you look up on Wikipedia about people having the same birthday, there is no direct connection between those people. They have nothing in common, people all born on the same date. But maybe Wikipedia just hasn't found the link yet. And that sets you ah, up for yes. knowing that you're going to follow the story of tons of people born on the same day. Yes. And I, like that sucked me in right away. Oh, I think it was a great opening. And honestly, there are addressing so many interesting issues. I'm not going to, you know, if I talk about them, I'll give it away. But if you are looking for a show, and I think people are calling it the new parenthood, which again, I hate to pigeonhole and say, it's like this and this. It's really well done. I think the acting is great. I mean, Mandy Moore is awesome. I'm really impressed. She's I'm, really good. Yeah, I'm really impressed with the cast. And Milo Ventimiglia, he's amazing too. I know. He plays the dad, Mandy Moore's husband. He was in Heroes. I love him. I'm more amazed that you completely nailed his last name without even thinking about it. I know. No, me who says Justin Timberland. Exactly. I was just going to say, you who do weird mashups of celebrity names can say one of the hardest names, I think, in Hollywood. Ventamilia. 
<laughs> I can do it with an accent, too. All right. Well, what do you got? All right. Let me give you one more. Um, give me the, the big one here. Okay, cool. So, um, all right. I was going to talk about Walking Dead because that just came back and everyone's talking about whether they should watch it or not because the first episode of the seventh season was so disturbing. I've never seen it, but don't. all I have to say no, is don't watch it. when <laughs> those tweets came out, I was like, what the hell happened? The whole world is falling no, apart. No, it was horrible. And by the way, my daughter's sixth grade friend says she watches it and I'm like, I need to talk to her mother. (laughs) Like, what? I don't want to be judgy, but like, God, it's hard for adults. Like, my kids would have nightmares. So anyway, I'm not going to get into Walking Dead. Okay. Um, That's kind of its own discussion. But here's one more I want to give to people who want to binge watch. Okay. Peaky Blinders, which is so good. So this was a BBC show brought to Netflix. And it's about, I mean, again, I, I really like historical fiction a lot. So it's about the Peaky Blinders gang that operated after World War I in Birmingham, England. Oh. You know what? My boyfriend loves this show, and it's I have to tell really you, good. you it's just a- started saying it, and I thought you were talking about Penny Dreadful because clearly I no, can't I get my British. About Penny Dreadful. I know, I, I'm confused. I can't get my British shows straight. Peaky Blinders is gangsters. Okay, it's like if you liked Gangs of New York. No. Okay, well, it's kind of like that. I mean, it's not Scorsese, but it's really good. So it stars Killian Murphy. He was, well, I know you didn't see 28 Days Later. He was in that. But he was like the creepy bad guy scarecrow in Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. You probably didn't see that either, Kristen, but a lot of our listeners No, did. I've seen nothing. He is I, the gang I'm... leader, and he's hot. And I have to tell you, it kind of helps to have, like, a hot bad guy, like Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who plays, like, the bad guy Negan in Walking Dead. Oh. It makes it easier to watch him because I'm like, okay, he was the hot guy in good wife. Yes. <laughs> so it's like a little easier for oh, me. Oh, that's interesting. So anyway, okay. Peaky Blinders is a fun British gangster series going back into the 20s. Sam Neill is the detective who's going after them. The cast is really good, and I like that kind of a story. So it's a little bloody, but you know, like old school shoot 'em up It's not heads on pikes, Game of Thrones bloody. So <laughs> I think this is one you could probably watch. It's a lot of fun. I know your boyfriend has good taste, so I'm going to have to discuss yes. it with him if I can't talk about it with you. Yeah, he was very excited about the next season. So I don't know. We're trying to make it through Westworld with me in one piece and not, you know, <laughs> needing to take medication. <laughs> So these are all good ones for people looking for stuff a little darker, a little R-rated, when the kids are asleep so you have a little mommy or daddy time to yourselves. I think this is a great starter list. Yeah, and you know what? I always love getting recommendations. If we can pat ourselves on the back, Liz, right now. Pat, 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 pat. But I do have to say, I love getting recommendations from other people who I know. Like, I know your taste. I know what you like. You know what I like, which is basically everything rainbows and unicorns for the most part. So, But it's nice to get recommendations. You know what? We don't have a lot of time on our hands, so we need to know that if we turn on the TV and we spend time watching something, it's going to be what we want to see. I agree. And hey, it's a really nice break from the political season. So I would say if you just need to turn off the news this week, tune to any of these shows instead. And hey, if your candidate loses next week, definitely tune into these shows. It'll keep you from going crazy. So listen, we're going to put everything up on our Cool Mom Picks podcast page. And if you have something that you are binge watching or that you're watching that you love, please let us know. You can find us on Twitter. Use the hashtag Spawn Show. It was so nice to hear from everyone last week. Although I have to say all those mean comments that the working moms got were kind of sad, weren't they, Liz? Did you see? They were kind of sad. They were sad. But we appreciate you tweeting us. We were laughing with you. (laughs) Yes. Yes, (laughs) Mystery loves company. So we're glad we can be your company. Absolutely. So yes, thanks for tweeting us. You can, of course, tweet us your shows. You can find us on Facebook or drop us an email, spawned at coolmompicks.com. All right, well, we'll be back with our cool picks of the week after this. 
So, Kristen, I'm so glad we are welcoming back Bitsbox as this week's sponsor because holidays are coming up. I know. This is such a cool thing. So it's actually a subscription box and a website that teaches kids how to code. Like, they literally make their own apps that can work on almost any phone or tablet. Can you believe that? My daughter would love this. My nine-year-old especially absolutely loves anything that lets her code, anything robotic or STEM-oriented. So this is a great gift for kids kids that kind of have enough toys yeah. and you want to engage their minds. Absolutely. And they kind of treat it like you're learning a language. And by the way, the language happens to be JavaScript. <laughs> so this is like no joke, okay? They have a digital subscription that's great for international users. They have what they call their super cards, which are the cards that they'll use to create their app. And that's great for older kids. And then the deluxe box mm. is really perfect for kids 6 to 10 because it's a little giftier. It's got puzzles and tattoos along with everything that they need to make the app. But they actually will first copy the app code that they get verbatim onto the computer in the Bitsbox website. But then they learn how to customize it based on prompts. So it is really getting them to actually code and make apps. Well, we love educational gifts. We love educational STEM gifts. And Bitsbox is pretty awesome for the holidays, especially that deluxe box for kids 6 to 10, which has all the puzzles and cool tattoos in it, too. Yeah. And hey, Spawn listeners, you can save 15% off of any Bitsbox subscription with promo code COOLMOM. Just head over to Bitsbox, that's B-I-T-S-B-O-X dot com slash COOLMOM to check out all their cool gifts and to get your discount. Now it's time for Cool Picks of the Week! Cool Picks of the Week! Kristen, yes. why don't you kick off Cool Picks this week? Oh, I will. And I'm going to get you really excited about something, Liz. What? Something that is not usually exciting at all. Uh, a toothbrush. <laughs> right after <laughs> Halloween, no less. So I am going to talk about the Quip. Q-U-I-P. It's an electric toothbrush. They sent me one to try out because I am a little toothbrush obsessed. Did you know that I used to work for a dentist in high school, Liz? Oh, I did know that, but I yes. bet most of our listeners did not know that. A little tidbit about me. So I'm a little obsessed with toothbrushes and flossing. And so when I know I that saw because your kids leave their toothbrushes here every time they come. <laughs> so I figure they must have an endless supply somewhere. <laughs> Actually, it's true. But you know what? what? Here's the thing. If you get the quip, you don't even need to have an endless supply of toothbrushes because they actually will send you a new toothbrush head every three months in your mailbox. Oh, isn't that awesome? That is cool. So it's like a subscription club for toothbrushes. It is a subscription club, but this is a really sleek, you know, the whole idea behind it is that they were like, okay, enough with the gimmicks and the bells and whistles. We're just going to make a really cool looking toothbrush. And the one that I have is rose gold. I'm not even kidding you. It's not real rose gold, but it's metallic. I love that you're so excited about a toothbrush. I think that's really cool. I know. It's what it does. I'm so bad. I'm like the person who uses the free stuff from the dentist. You're the opposite of well, me. Well, there's nothing wrong with that, but this is really kind of sexy. It's like rounded and it's got a case that you can hang up on your mirror. But the cool thing, this is what I love the most, mm -hmm. is that when you start it, it buzzes every 30 seconds. So you know when to change quadrants. And I told that to my boyfriend and he rolled his eyes at me <laughs> when I said that. And then it turns off after two minutes. So it's like so perfect for ensuring that you are 
taking care of your oral health properly, Liz. I love your cool pick. <laughs> like, has our, our listeners' health and dental hygiene in mind. I think that's very kind of you. Well, you know what? For parents, it's important. And I figure, look, I mean, your teeth are with you forever. Everything else is falling south. At least I can hold <laughs> on to my teeth for as long as possible. But you know what? Look, for parents, it's great to be able to get a refill in the mail and not have to worry about it. So anyway, it's called Quip Electric Toothbrush. And we'll put the link up on our podcast page so you can find it yourself. Sounds good. Okay, so my pick, well, you know we're already thinking about holiday shopping because that's what happens when you run Cool Mom Picks and it's the day after Halloween. Unbelievable. <laughs> it always gets me off guard every year. I know. But yes, it's true. So we're busy working on our holiday guide, which is amazing, if I do say so myself. <laughs> and one of the things I always like about our guide is that we look for a lot of indie brands and small companies and artist-made stuff, you know, to balance with the big stuff that we love, too. And so this amazing shop just opened right in time for holidays. You know our friend Susan Peterson, who runs Freshly Picked. I think everyone knows her. Yeah, Everybody. the baby moccasins that everyone loves and everyone else rips off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and they're really fantastic. So she had a great idea. She introduced a Freshly Picked marketplace. Oh, fun. Where she's hand-selecting other indie handmade brands that she can sell right off her site. If you go to our website, Cool Mom Picks, we actually just did a whole review about it. We have all the information on it. It's a really cool place if you're looking for cool baby gifts, in addition to the kinds of stuff like her moccasins that you might like. They have like beautiful mobiles from a company called Sproutling & Co., which we've featured before. They're all like handmade with natural materials, no music boxes or you know, like the horrible mobiles that we had to use when we had babies. With the robotic twinkle twinkle little star. Yeah, there's a, a company called Coco's Nest that has gorgeous handmade cotton blankets for babies. There's a company that does really cute little leather bows for baby hair. It's a fun place to discover cool stuff if you need to get baby gifts and you kind of want to get out of the big box store rut and find something special. So it's Freshly Picked Marketplace. I hope they do really well because we love supporting small businesses, especially over the holidays. And that's my cool pick this week. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Spawn. Yes, thank you. Our sound engineer is John Bowen. And thanks to him as well because he is awesome. We love hearing from you. Please, please leave us a review on iTunes and make sure to subscribe and download our episodes so you never miss one. Exactly. And hey, if you want to reach out to us, we love getting email spawned at coolmompicks.com. You can share your own binge watching picks because we can always use more or holiday gifts you love, cool picks, anything at all. Or hey, find us on social media on Twitter at coolmompicks, on Facebook at coolmompicks, and just use the hashtag spawned show so we can find you easily. Thanks for listening to Spawn. This is Kristen. And this is Liz. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.